You're listening to Directions and Lagos Talks, Nightline 1.3. A very good afternoon. It's 12.36. Welcome to Directions, that show where we get to point you towards the right direction concerning several topics and several issues. So today's conversation will be super interesting. Um, I particularly wanted to talk about conversations, right? Uh, I can't remember what inspired this topic today. I wanted to talk about um, just how to have conversation, the proper way to have conversation, especially when you're someone that is very unsure of what to say, what's not to say. Um, I was just going to put you through some tips on how you can have conversation with people that you're just meeting for the first time um, or people that you even know already. But, you know, there are times where you're all in your head and you're just trying to figure out how do I actually have conversation and your mind, you're like, this is so awkward. This silence is so awkward. What do I say? Do I say anything? Should I wait for them to talk? You know, that awkward situation. I was going to have, you know, conversation about that. However, I just thought, you know what? It's the weekend. Right. And there are people who are maybe going on dates for the very first time or it could be date night or date day, whatever the case might be for couples who've you know been in a relationship for a while. And so I thought to tailor make it to relationships today and the tips I'm going to be giving you. I'll let you know exactly what I'm going to talk about. But these tips I'm going to be giving you, it's not just limited to relationships or romantic relationships. It could be used in all forms and sorts of relationships if you want to get to know someone better. So I'm going to be taking you through deep questions to ask your significant other. And when applicable, you could use it for other people. There are some questions that I would really advise you to ask your significant other. Don't come asking other people. But there are questions that could work for both your significant other or for people that you're close with. Your family members, your very close friends, and the list goes on and on. It's super important because, and the reason why I thought this was important, because there are people who are in the how trap. There's something called the how trap, okay? And I will tell you what the how trap is. There are people who are just so used to, how are you? Mm. And the person says, I'm fine. And when you stop at the, how are you? Or the person stops at the, I'm fine. It's like, where do you go from there? What is, how are you really? Is that too wide of a question? Should that question be loaded? You know how they ask questions in examination where you have like question four and then you have question four B, question four C. Is that how the how questions should go? Should you even ask, how are you? Is there an, uh, another way to ask questions that gets the other person to maybe be comfortable enough to tell you much more about how they are really feeling, about how their day went, and the list goes on and on. So we could get stuck in the how are you questions or the, as they call it, how trap. And you have to ask yourself that question. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you through a few things, right? If you want to know that you are stuck in the how trap in terms of conversing with your significant other or your close friends or even your family members. A few things I'm going to point out to you for you to identify if you fall under that category. So you fall under the how trap category if most of your questions start with how. That's the basic. Like, how are you? How are the kids? How are you feeling? How was your day? These questions only touch the surface. How? Because sometimes the other person doesn't necessarily know if you're really concerned. You know how someone someone asks you, how are you? It doesn't always mean that the person really cares. It's just courtesy demands that if I see you, I'll say, oh, how are you now? Or how now? 
And so the other person doesn't necessarily know if you're really concerned about the how they are doing or it's just protocol question of how are you? How was your day? So it's very surface. So if you have most of your questions starting with how, there's a possibility that you're stuck in the how trap. Another thing to let you know if you're stuck in the how trap is you don't make eye contact while you speak. Maybe you're doing the dishes, you're driving, you're cleaning up at the house when you're speaking. And this sort of kind of means that your attention is not going deep. And it might not give the person the desire to want to engage you in response to your even your how questions. Because first of all, it doesn't seem like you're really concerned. You're doing other things, you're multitasking whilst you're asking questions. And the questions are very surface questions. Now, another thing to let you know that you are stuck in the how trap is you, re- you, you rely on social media to check in on people, to check in on that friend of yours or to check in on that significant other of yours. You know, do you feel like you already know everything that is going on in people's lives because you just follow them on social media? Sometimes this actually gets you caught in the how trap. Sometimes we feel like we really know someone, but on the surface, we're only familiar with the day-to-day. For example, maybe, and this is someone giving a story that when their husband, when when her and her husband, they get really busy, they can go days without asking any questions beyond, you know, logistics type questions. And they see each other at the end of the day and they ask, oh, how was your day? And, you know, they go through what they did and what happened and they just talk about the plans for the weekend and updates from friends that they saw on Facebook and all that and so for some people that might not be enough you know you might not be getting to know deeper or deeply what really is going on in the person's life if you're just asking surface questions or how questions it just turns to protocol I know that I'm going to give a rundown of such and such and such it sometimes takes away from that intimacy that the couple should be feeling or the friends should be feeling and speaking about intimacy There's a psychology professor, Dan McAdams, who studied what it takes to truly know someone. And he believes that there are actually three levels of knowing and that these three levels um, are the three stages people progress through to become intimate friends, to become lovers, to become companions and whatever the, you know, the nomenclature or the tag might be. The first level, general traits at this level you know, you get to know someone's general personality traits, specifically where they fall on the big five spectrum, how high or low they are in openness, um, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, neuroticism. I'm not going to be going into these different things, but according to the psychology professor, that is the first level, which is a level that touches on the general traits. You know, I just know how this person is. This person is a go-happy person. This person is an extrovert. This person is an introvert. doesn't necessarily mean you know deeper. But at that level, you just kind of know the type of personality the person has. The second level, personal concerns. You know, this is where someone gets to know a person's goals, their values, their motivations. They also get a broader picture of, you know, the decisions and the attitudes that shape a person's life. And then the third level is self-narrative. Finally, when you truly know someone, You know the stories that they tell themselves about themselves, how they've made sense of their journey, their purpose through life. Sometimes you're able to predict how they feel about a certain situation because you've gotten to that level of intimacy and deepness or depth with them. 
So that is the third level and that is a much, you know, intimate level. How do you move through these three levels? Level one is, you know, easy, typical conversation. It can just regular day-to-day conversation can help you with level one. Level one will get you to understand the general traits of someone, right? Level two can happen naturally as you live with someone, for instance. Maybe you travel with someone, you have shared experiences with the person, and then you get to learn about the person's goals, the person's values, what motivates the person. Now, level three, which is the in-depth one, this is uh, the, the higher or highest level of intimacy that you have with this person. It can only be done purposefully, right? With the right questions in a safe place, where the person is comfortable with you, you're comfortable with the person. So there's a lot of intentionality that goes into this third level. The second level could ha- happen naturally. You spend a lot of time with someone. Surely you get to have conversations with the person that leads to you knowing the person's goals, the person's values, the person's likes and the person's dislikes, and the list goes on and on. But when you get, when you want to get to that level of intimacy with the person, there's a lot of intentionality towards it and the intentionality sometimes is attached to asking the right questions so i'm going to be taking you through a few questions i'll try my best to go as far as i can but a few questions that you should be asking your partner in order to get to a deeper level of intimacy with them or in the case of just friendships you could ask some of these questions as well so i'm just going to be taking you through Please bear in mind that these questions is not, um, don't be expecting a very philosophical question. These are like pretty straightforward questions, but these questions carry a lot of depth in them because through these questions, you get to see how the person thinks, you know, attaching their desires to certain experiences that they, they might have had because sometimes people might feel the need to whilst answering your question or responding to your question, attach it to certain things that they might have experienced. There are times when you ask someone a question and you know that that question triggered something. And the triggering might not necessarily be a negative thing, but it triggers something in the person that gets the person into a zone of, hmm, that's interesting. And then the person starts thinking deeply and the person starts answering your question and then it segues into another conversation that segues into another thing and before you know it you've spent like five hours having conversation smooth conversation nice conversation getting to know that person please bear in mind that you know with these three levels of intimacy right that third level there is no specific number of years that the scientists or the psychologists will bring to you and say oh you need to before you get to this third level of intimacy you must have spent maybe three years with the person or two years there are people who when they ask the right question and they get into conversation with their past their their person who maybe they met just last month or two months ago and they have that kind of conversation there's a level of intimacy they begin to feel and they say things like wow why does it feel like i've known you for such a long time or like we've been friends for such a long time or have i met you in my other life So sometimes that third level of intimacy, yes, obviously it will come with experiences. It will come with, you know, getting to know someone deeply or whatever. But you can get to that place where you think or you feel like you deeply, truly know someone when you ask the right questions. And sometimes those right questions come very early in the relationship. 
And so there's no one size fits all. There's no specific, you know, rule book that says wait till three months or three years before that level of intimacy is achieved. Right. So here are some of the questions that you can ask. And like I mentioned, they're not necessarily philosophical questions. But with these different questions, it gets the person to think deeply. And through their responses, through their answers, you get to really know who they are and you get to develop a certain level of intimacy with them. Before I get into the first question, let's take a very quick break. Let's pay some bills. And right after that, I'll let you know what those questions are. Stick around. You need money, rent money, business money. Rent money, school fees money, rent money, anything money, rent money, house rent money, rent money, money to hold body, rent money, you want to invest your money, rent money, anything money, rent money. For personal or business loans or to earn great interest on your savings, visit rentmoney.com or call 0700 5500. Need money, rent money. Good news, guys, the search is almost over. From the 4th to the 11th of April, six shortlisted candidates will be joining the dish individually as guest presenters. Each candidate will have a day where she would guest host the dish. And you, our listeners, get to vote for who the next lady of the dish should be. Voting runs on the 12th and 13th of April on Twitter via our Twitter poll at Lagos Talks 91.3. On Instagram, like and comment the name of your favorite candidate on the post tagged Vote for the Next Lady of the dish at lagos talks 913 you can also state your pick by sending us a whatsapp message on 0809-234-5913 or calling in during the show remember voting runs on the 12th and 13th of april lagos talks 91.3 join the conversation Thirty seconds with. I have to say that hard work and dedication are the cornerstones of success. And if you believe in yourself, even when others are doubting you and society is pushing you down, it's so important to always have that self-belief in yourself. I stand here and I can tell you, I know what it's like to be overlooked um, as a woman, as a black woman. But I never let anyone define my potential by my gender or my color. 30 seconds. 30 seconds with Serena Williams, American tennis player who revolutionized women's tennis with her powerful style of play and who won more Grand Slam singles titles than any other woman or man during the Open Era. On Lagos, folks, 91.3. Take a break from the stress of Lagos life on the Midday Show. You're listening to Directions on Lagos Talks 991.3. All right, welcome back. It's 12.51. My name is Ifunaya. It's two directions right here on Lagos Talks 91.3. Before getting into those questions that to help you develop intimacy with your significant other or that friend of yours or that family member of yours that you're seeking to you know, develop a certain level of intimacy with, I have great information to share with you. You might have heard just a little bit of it. If you've been following the dish search, we are looking for the next lady of the dish, the next guest presenter to be joining the dish. The search started in February where we received entries from a lot of women who were interested we painstakingly went through these different entries and we were able to shortlist to six 
candidates. We're very excited about it because from next week, Monday, that is the 4th, all the way down to the 11th of April, we will be inviting those shortlisted candidates individually to be a part of the dish for a day. So the whole two-hour show, they're going to be. And the reason why we thought it important is because you have been on this journey with us ever since the inception of Lagos Talks or the dish in particular. You know, so you've been a part of it. You've been a part of the family. So you should have a say in who joins the dish next. Uh, because right after all the shortlisted candidates come on the dish to you know, co-host the dish for a day, you get to vote for who you think is the best fit for the dish. The voting starts from the 12th of April to the 13th of April, and you can vote via Instagram, via Twitter. Um, you can also vote via the phone lines as well as on WhatsApp. So just ensure that you keep listening. On Instagram on the 12th, you would see the post um, that is tagged vote for the next lady of the dish we're expecting that you like that particular post and then comment the name of your favorite candidates of course you get to you know hear their names you learn more about them when they come on air um, there's going to be a poll that will be up on our twitter page that we pinned to our twitter page from the 12th so you need to vote for your favorite candidates and on the 12th and the 13th within the hours of the dish because the dish commences from 1 p.m to 3 p.m every weekday but particularly on the 12th and the 13th because that's when we are going to be voting you get to call in when you're calling on the show all you just need to do is to mention the name of your favorite candidate and that is a way to vote or you can send a whatsapp message also within the hours of the dish to um, drop the name of your favorite candidate. And when voting is over, we'll collate the results and then we're going to be announcing. So I'm super excited about it. Um, just ensure that you are joining the conversation using the hashtag the dish search. So look up that hashtag. You just might be seeing some videos from the candidates. Um, they're going to be putting up some videos on their social media pages. So just use the hashtag, the dish search, and you just might be seeing some of them. So super excited. I'll be sharing more information with you during um, the dish, which is going to be coming on any moment from now. Anyways, back to the questions. What are those questions you can ask to develop intimacy with people? The first question you can ask your friend, whomever that person is. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Like, who is that person that you would jump at the opportunity to have a sit down with at dinner? Of course, you would be opening that person up to thinking, hmm, who aligns with my values? Who aligns with my ideals? Because there's a possibility that people are seeking to have dinner with someone that they look up to, right? So you're thinking, who do I align with? Who is that person that I want to tow the same path that they have, you know, towed on earth, you know, be it alive or dead or whatever the case might be. So that in itself leads to follow-up questions. Obviously, you want to know why they have chosen the person that, you know, they decided to choose. Another question could be, would you like to be famous in what way? So if the person says yes, in what way? If the person says no, why? Another question is, this is a very interesting one. I definitely would use this one. Before making a phone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? 
it's interesting you get to know someone through this question because you, you get to understand know if the person for one is maybe an overthinker or an over planner a lot of times it might be over planners that do this where you're just like trying to ensure that you have exactly what you're going to say right before you pick up that phone call and there are times people are just like at impulse they pick it up and sometimes you can identify that that person and that's why i'm using the word sometimes because i'm not saying that automatically it means that the person is this way but sometimes you can identify that that person is a you know let's just go with the wind and let's just flow with the wind i could be very adventurous i could do things at impulse you know i can be very spontaneous i don't overthink things that could be you know another way of getting to know someone's personality so just ask them before making a phone call do you actually rehearse what you say or you don't and why another question that you could ask and i love this question what would you constitute a perfect day for you just allowing the person take you through from the very beginning when they wake up in the morning, what they do immediately they wake up, what their, their their ideal job is going to be like. And I think I've so I've told this story before. I was hosting a um a show, I think this was like a few years back, and it's quite interesting that till today I would never forget this. The makeup artist who was making me up at the time. We just engaged in conversation, right? And that was my first time meeting her. And she asked me a question. I feel like that question changed my life. I don't know why. Because it, it, it made me think so deeply, so deeply about the type of life I wanted to live, the type of career, the direction I wanted my career to go. Let's just imagine if this was someone who I intentionally was seeking to maybe have a friendship with. Already that created a grounds for us to be very close, but that was the first time I was meeting her. I mean, I didn't see any need to say, oh, I want to really be close to you or whatever. But just imagine if that was a question asked to me by one of my close friends or someone that I met who we're seeking to be closer friends or maybe my significant other who maybe I'm just meeting or we just started dating. That definitely would have created a, a, a nice grounds for a deep level of intimacy. Because what this did was it made me think about the life that I was living at the time. It made me think about the life that I was desirous of. She asked me, what will my ideal day be like? The first time when I wanted to answer the question, I wanted to do like a very straight to the point question um, answer. And she was like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking that you take your time and take me through everything you're going to do if you're living your ideal life. Like, what would your typical day be like? And then I just start thinking. And I just start exploring. Oh, I wake up in the morning. I've said this before, so don't laugh. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I wake up in the morning right um and my my husband is still asleep and then i take my remote control and i click whatever the button is and then my curtains just open up and then i see this picturesque view because we're living at uh you know the penthouse of wherever it is that we're living at and then i you know sneak out of bed because it's like a saturday or rather maybe it could be, it could be a weekday or it could be a saturday whichever it is and I sneak out of bed. I try not to disturb my husband. And then I go to my kids' room because I have like three children, two girls, one boy. And <laughs> and then and then my little one, like the, the last born, who always wakes up every time I open up the door to the kids' room. And she just knows that it's mom. And then she quickly gets out of bed. And then we sneak into the kitchen to make breakfast for everyone. We're trying to do it so quietly. And then everyone wakes up, takes a shower, has beautiful breakfast waiting for them. And then my husband goes to work. And my kids 
go to school and then because I'm the boss of my own business, I then, you know, do like a Skype call or a Zoom Zoom call with my assistant who's taking me through all that I have to do. And she's saying to me, oh, you need to go to the factory because the new samples of whatever it is that I'm going to be producing are available to so go check it out. And after that, I have a meeting at CNN because that's where I work as well as a broadcaster. <laughs> and so I like I, t- I took out time just thinking about it and it just made me so happy. It just made me so I had like this endearment towards her because she took me on that journey. And this was once in the space of how long she was just doing makeup for me for my event. Right. So it was absolutely amazing. I, I just I just loved every bit of just taking her through what my typical day would be like. So just imagine if this is someone that you're trying to be close with and you 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 allow them explore what their greatest, deepest desires are. That creates a line of endearment. Because, you know, there's a saying that goes, people may not remember what you did, but they remember how you made them feel. That alone in itself is a it's an in-depth feeling. A beautiful feeling. And when you remember that, you remember the person. So imagine, I haven't spoken to this woman in years. She doesn't even live in Nigeria, like in years. But every time I think about, you know, the trajectory of my career, or if I'm having conversations like this, I remember her. How much more someone that is some, I'm trying to get close to, or I'm in a relationship with, or I'm just meeting because I, I would like to be closer to the person. So these are some of the questions that you want to ask. Another question is this. Um, when last did you sing to yourself? And this could be a, a question to just ask to get to know if this person is a maybe goofy person, to get to know if this is one of those closet, you know, bathroom singers who believes that their voice is the best. And I feel like that's the category that I fall under. Um, I, nobody can ever, ever let me know that I was not created to sing. I just feel like maybe because of the direction of my career, that's the reason why I'm not a musician at the moment. But I feel like it's part of my calling. Well, I might, I might explore it in future. I just feel I always, even if everyone in my family <laughs> has said otherwise, it'd be your own people. So don't worry. You know, there are so many people. And you know how they said they, in the Bible, it says the prophet is not welcome in his own home. I feel like I hold on to that Bible verse. Um, but it just asks that, that, that person that question. And I feel like it brings, you know, some humor. It's just a very, very chill, relaxed, funny type question to get to know what the person is going to answer. And another question that you could ask is this. This is very interesting. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you choose? It's a very complicated question, but you can break it down. And like I mentioned, sometimes these thought-provoking questions might get the person to think very deeply and it will open them to being comfortable enough to just letting you know the type of person they are or how they think. Another question could be, Name three things that you and your partner appear to have in common. And especially if this is you and someone in a relationship, this also opens you up to seeing how observant your partner is. Or in the case of you trying to maybe see if you're going to date this person, your partner to be is. So what, and the thing is, it could go both ways, right? You can open this question up to the person and you can respond to the question in return as well. So the person tells you the three things that they think that both of you have in common and then you can also 
answer that question by letting the, the person know what qualities and traits that you think that you and them have in common. It's just nice to see how observant the person is. The person pays attention. I feel like that's one of the things that I look out for. And that helps me create a certain level of intimacy with whomever I'm going to date, for instance. Um, I have to make sure that you are very observant. Very observant. Now you pay attention. Just paying attention. Me paying attention is gold. Because I pay attention to the littlest of things. Now I'm not saying that you should be as meticulous as me when I pay attention. No. But just me knowing that you pay attention to even the littlest or sometimes the little things. You know how they say it's the little things that count. The fact that you pay attention or you noticed, maybe you noticed how I respond to certain things or you noticed how maybe a particular song or movie makes me like just random stuff. Just knowing that you pay attention to that helps in creating a certain level of intimacy for me. This could be the same for you as well. You can also ask this question, for what in your life do you feel most grateful for? And then, of course, this sometimes comes with a story. They probably say, I'm grateful for my family or the type of mother I have. And of course, this would open the question to why. You know, what, what is the story behind that? Um, another question is, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, would you change it? And what would it be? Another thing could be um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? That's another just very feel-good, chill question. Other questions could be what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Another question could be what do you value most in a friendship? So what are those things that you value? What are those things that are important to you in terms of priority when you're picking friendships, when you're picking a partner? What is your most treasured memory? What is your most terrible memory? That's going to be a good one as well. Um, I'm just trying to go through these different because it's a lot of questions. Um, another question could be... Um, what roles do love and affection play in your life? Sometimes you want to find out if this person is someone that is in tune with their emotion or even if they're in tune with their emotion, are they expressive in their emotion or what is their emotional language? I'm not just limiting it to love language. So when they're trying to express emotion, do they express it through different means? And what are those ways that they express it? Because there are people who might seem very stoic, very rigid, but they could be super attached when it comes to affection, when it comes to love, when it comes to expressiveness. There is some of the things that they expect and when, when maybe the setting is right, where they're comfortable, they're super expressive as well. So sometimes you want to get to know this person because there are times where you yourself, you like when someone is expressive because to you, when someone is expressive, it shows how much they care. Now that person that you're getting to know might not necessarily be expressive, but doesn't mean that the person cares any less. Matter of fact, the person might be so into you and so, might care so much about you. But getting to understand the person's personality, maybe based on how they grew up, the type of family that they grew up, the type of upbringing that they had, and you know how emotions were in their in their family, and what love was like for them in their family, it would get you to understand the person more. So that when you don't see certain things, you don't misconstrue it or you don't misinterpret it as oh he doesn't care or she doesn't care. 
So these are some of the questions that you want to ask. It's eight minutes past 1 p.m. I'm going to be wrapping this up right here, right now. Um, these are just a few questions. There's so many other questions. And trust me, there's a lot of information out there. Just do a quick Google search. It will take you through hundreds of questions so that you never get stuck so that it's not the same conversation that you and your partner are having all the time so that you move from one level of intimacy to a much deeper level of intimacy with your partner with your friend your friend to be and the list goes on and on thank you so much for being a part of directions for today my name is ifnaya coming up next is your favorite talk show with your favorite ladies it's called the dish remember it's a friday it's gonna be so much fun well it's always a lot of fun every weekday but particularly fridays we try to make it very very light-hearted where we get into film fridays we talk about all things movies and series and i I believe a lot of people are movie and series lovers because we get to see the type of things that you like, the genres that you like, the series that you like to repeat, the movies that you like to repeat, and the list goes on and on. We get to talk about everything and anything when it comes to movies and series, and that will be coming up at exactly 2 p.m. But before that, of course, from 1 to 2, we're going to be taking you through a couple of the top stories that are trending. I will try my best to keep it as lighthearted as possible. At 2.30, is Fired Up Fridays. You get to tell us what has got you fired up or fired down. This is your platform to vent. If you just want to express yourself, express yourself. If you're happy, you're excited, and you want to share it with someone, we are here for you to celebrate with you. And that's what we do on Fired Up Friday. So it's going to be a packed um, show today. Please feel free to join every bit of the conversation. Once again, thank you so much for being a part of Direction. Stick around. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you.